the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's time to feel the power with Hurricane Hotline. You think football is fun? Uh, yes. Hosted by Dave Bristow and Hurricanes head coach, John Booth. Talk to the coach now. 877-969-8600. Now, here's Dave Bristow and coach John Booth. Thank you very much, and a pleasant good evening, everyone. We are live from Buffalo Wild Wings for yet another edition of Hurricane Hotline, and it is a winning edition as Manatee goes on the road and gets a big district win over Riverview, had yet another running clock. Congratulations, John. I thought the team responded quite well offensively and defensively. Yeah, I was uh, was happy with our performance out there. Uh, one of the things that we talked about going into this week was uh, – you know, these, these next two district games, last week with Riverview and this week coming up with Newsom, are must-wins. And uh, kids really responded well and uh, prepared themselves and, 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 and certainly executed on Friday. You came out and you really jumped on this team, and we talked about it. You had told me, hey, you know, if uh, we get the opportunity, we're going to do an early onside kick and uh, kind of played a little joke on the radio and predicted that. I wouldn't be surprised if we onside kick it no. here. Yeah. Well, we uh, Eddie's like, no, 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 we're not going to do that. <laughs> well, it was something that we saw on film, and we were able to get some last uh, last year as well. And um, d- you know, didn't know exactly how they were going to play it out, but uh, we went ahead and, and, and did it and got the uh, the first touchdown, and, and ultimately led to our second touchdown. So it was a, it was a good good execution by by Brandon, and uh, uh, you know, he he's just got a knack for for making those for us. Yeah, he's done quite well, and not only does he kick the onside kick, he usually is the guy who falls on the football. Right. And, he, yeah, he did a great job. I, I got a little nervous, though, when the refs were huddling out there. I don't yeah. – yeah, I'm not sure exactly what they were talking about. I think it was – you know, it, it's one of the things we, – we were called on it uh, a couple of weeks ago at Palm Harbor that uh, uh, Brandon had, had touched it too soon, uh, which – uh, later in the game, the the ref apologized for it. Uh, said it wasn't he, he he missed the call on that one. But uh, I think it was one of those things everyone wants to confirm, make sure that uh, he touched it after the ten yards. But uh, but they they ended up getting they it. They made right. the right call. Joining us, uh, defensive coordinator Chad Choke. Chad, how are you tonight? Doing well, thanks. I know uh, it's been uh, an up and down season for you and the defense, but uh, you have to be pleased with the way they came out the other night. Yeah, yeah, it's been up and down, absolutely, and, and has some growing pains. And uh, But I thought yet last week, just like this week, is is all about you got to be real disciplined and do your responsibility. And, and with this kind of wishbone, triple option, uh, you know, every single play is the same pretty much, and you've got to take your responsibility and be focused on that responsibility for 60 plays. And, uh, you know, other than a couple slip-ups and, you know, some some young guys getting in, and we rotated some guys there in the second half. Other than some some things slipping up, I thought we played pretty well, uh, all in all, with, with especially the dive and not getting confused with who has the ball and just sticking with your, your responsibility. I thought we did a, a good job. Yeah, and I guess against a, a triple option, they're going to have success sooner or later usually. I mean, it's pound, 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 and 
it gets so monotonous right. that it's just kind of human nature to, to maybe just relax and for we, a player. We tell too. our guys all the time, you know, especially secondary guys, I thought they would throw the ball maybe a little bit more than they did, Riverview. Uh, but we always tell them don't fall asleep. You know, and the same with the edge guys, the, the two edge backers who have a responsibility for pitch. It's like, you know, 15 plays in a row, they're giving dive, 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 and all of a sudden pop the pitch and, you know, you're right. I mean, hopefully we, we, we don't lull the sleep and, and we're there when, when the time comes. One thing I thought that the defense did well is I thought they got off blocks because I think that's been an, an issue in some of the games where I go back and look because it's hard for me to tell while I'm calling the game that, you know, we're, we're just we're staying on a block, we're staying on a block. Uh, especially Garrett Ware early. Uh, I, I just thought he was just real aggressive and, yeah. and, and stuck his head in there quite a bit. He was. And when those guys, when they play, you know, kind of simplified, which we did, it was very simple as far as the scheme of the defense was not, you know, it wasn't rocket science. And, and you're just keying your, your read. You know, when we can play fast like that, it, and typically we have some success. And uh, So, yeah, I thought that we were more aggressive. I thought that especially D-line up front, which we're preaching this week, and we preach every week. You went at the line of scrimmage. And so when we can get off blocks and, and, and gain our yard and, and get in the backfield, good things will happen. Yeah, Quay Mays, I think he's really – he's turned it up. He's playing well he's in the middle. And uh, also Sysak. For his first year of football since his freshman year. So two years he's gone without football. He needed time, and, and I think he's gotten better every week. And I think he, he's more disruptive, and, and certainly Carter – his first year playing D-line and a sophomore, he's come along quite well, too. It's That defensive end position's kind of been a rotation. Um, how did your defensive ends play, you think? Well, I think, again, we, we there has been some rotation. I think all in all, I thought we played pretty well. I mean, we got McAleer. Matt McAleer out there, unfortunately, has a club. And uh, very similar to what Mackey, Mac, Matt Mackey had it last year. And, you know, the club doesn't close and be able to tackle very well. And you can't get a grip and stuff. So I thought that that especially against this triple option where their responsibility is the dive, I thought they did a pretty good job Friday, you know, getting on their key and, and taking the dive when they're supposed to get the dive. Now, uh, Brandon Dossie, inside linebacker, is our defensive player of the game. I thought he had his best game. He had a great, his best game this season, no doubt. I think he ended up with 11 tackles and maybe five assists and two, two turnover recoveries, two fumble recoveries. Uh, so, yeah, I thought he did a, a very good job. John, it's it's pretty easy when you get off to a 21 and nothing lead isn't it i mean we just i mean before you blinked and this happened we were hoping that newsom would knock off riverview of course so we would still have a shot at the district we still have an outside chance but riverview only has to beat alonzo alonzo is below average really so but but my point is riverview did the same thing to newsom that we did to riverview of hillsborough they jumped out to an early lead. They got up by two touchdowns, and they kind of cruised to the win the other night. And we did the same thing, and it just it makes it pretty easy. Well, it does, and it, and it uh, kind of opens up the entire playbook for you offensively, um, allows you to kind of pin your ears back defensively and, and be aggressive. Um, and uh, we were able to do that. Uh, you know, one of the things we, we stress offensively uh, to our guys is it, it, the scoreboard doesn't matter. Uh, I w- and I was really happy on how we responded. Outside of our first possession in the third quarter, uh, we were able to score on every possession that we that we had offensively, and so uh, some of which were you know quick strikes. And so it was it was good to see those guys execute uh, as well as they did. Yeah, we came out uh, and I thought ran the offense about as well as you could run it right. early on. Uh, AJ had another great night, 14 for 21, 185 yards, 
67% completion. You got to like that. That's yep. a little above his season average. Five touchdowns. We thought he had six, but you were telling me that one to Sean Walter was actually a lateral. Seth Walter, yeah. Seth Walter, yeah. Yeah, we, uh, to allow him to be able to catch the ball had to be a backwards pass, uh, which in the stat book now turns into a lateral run. So uh, he, he's awarded the five touchdowns, not six. I wish we had a Sean Walter and it was Seth's identical twin. Yeah, <laughs> that would be nice. <laughs> yeah, because be nice. not only do we need him on defense, we need him on the offensive line, and now apparently yeah. he can play tight end. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Um, he has the build of a tight end, though, doesn't he? Oh, absolutely. I think, and, and the athletic ability. I mean, if we if we needed to put him at tight end. Um, I have no doubt in my mind that he could be able to do that. It'd be something where you can, you know, learn learn the routes and things like that. But he's athletic enough. We, you know, we timed him at a four six in the spring, um, and as much you know disruption as he caused on on the defensive line, we really don't get him a whole lot of reps um, throughout the week. Um, you know, and that's something that we talk about as a staff almost every week when we meet. You know, we've got to get Seth more and more reps. Um, a lot of what he does is just natural, instinctual play and uh, just does a nice job for us. And as we look up at the big screen here at Buffalo Wild Wings, we see Seth in making a stop yep. defensively. Chad, yep. uh, do, do you fight back and forth with the offensive coaches? Hey, yes. I'd like to have Seth a little <laughs> yes, more. Yeah, 100%. I mean, he's a, he really steps on defense, and he's an impact player. Absolutely. And, and to his credit, he doesn't get enough indie time to really play the way he does. And he's just – has the athletic ability and, and the football sense to, to go out there and make the plays that he makes. And no, there's no question that we fight for him every week and every Sunday morning. But the reality is is, is he's our best O-lineman and, and most experienced. Um, and so he's got to be out there. And he's got to be able to come in and spot play for us. And he'll play, you know, he's played more and more as we go on through the season. Uh, and I think his conditioning has gotten a little bit better. We're still kind of working on that. But he's going to be a kid that, you know, he's one of our best 11. And so um, he's got to be on the field for us. And he makes a huge impact. His get off on the ball is, is the best of, of all linemen, just period. And I think it's going to be invaluable for him to see more action on defense when we play a passing team because yeah. we, we've had a problem getting – sacks this year sure. to be quite honest and yep. uh with him out there it, it just elevates your chances greatly absolutely because he's the best pass rusher we have yeah in and it starts, it starts with a get off and he's just he's just so explosive out of his stance and, and getting off the ball that it just creates problems for the offensive front of course on the flip side of that that's what expends the most energy is when Correct. you're rushing the passer Correct. so it's a it's kind of a catch-22 there isn't it john yeah it is and uh you know it's it, it's tough because i think you know we would all like to have seth you know, play every snap on both sides of the ball. And, uh, you know, obviously physically he's just not going to be able to do that. So we've kind of resorted to saying, he's, you know, he's our full-time guy on the offensive side and as many reps as he can get on the defensive side that he can handle, um, he's got the green light to take. Now, does he kind of tell you you just monitor him or how does that work? Well, right now it's we kind of just let him tell us. And, uh, you know, we had a talk with him this week is, you know, we're in playoff mode. And so, it, it, you know, there's nothing to save right now. And so we, we've got to win this week uh, in order to get into the postseason. And so when we get into and when we get into the postseason, it's win or go home. And so, you know, there's nothing to reserve yourself anymore. And so, um, you know, if it's 
playing every snap on the offensive side of the ball and we're used to playing one series or two and then taking two or three off, you might have to go three series in a row and then take a series off on defense. And so trying to kind of, you know, work him in even more than what he is getting right now. That's a tough thing to do, too, because normally a kid's not going to tell you. you right. Know? <laughs> so right. you got to keep a close eye on he's that, pretty, I guess. He's pretty good about about telling us, you know, when he when he's when his tank is low and needs to be recharged. And and so, you know, we, and we trust. I trust him. He's a smart kid, and, and I know this. He wants to play both ways. He mm-hmm. wants to be on both on on the field. So, uh, you know, we we trust him. But you know, at some point, we we will have to use him a little bit more. And uh, I think he can do it. And and typically, it's kind of been two or three series off on defense, and then get back in for you know another series and. Like, like Coach Boo said, it may be you're going to play two series in a row and go back to back to back to back, you know, and uh, we'll, we'll see how that goes kind of as it, as, it, as it unfolds. Chad, I've seen you use him, you know, both at tackle and end. What do you prefer having him at? Well, I think end is probably his, his, yeah. his best suit, but when you, put a, uh, when you put him over the nose or you put him on a three technique, uh, and and he gets to see the ball right in front of him and get off on the ball. It's extremely hard for a center to snap and get to where he needs to be before Seth's across the line of scrimmage. And so, um, you know, we, we got him a little bit right now, played him at nose during the scout this week, and, and we haven't gotten to play off when he's at nose because he gets off the ball so quick. So, you know, it's, it, it, it's a little bit of both, but I think with Quay emerging and, and now you got him on the edge, it could be – uh, that could be a good duo with those two. Well, I guess it depends who you're playing against, too. Right. You know, right. If you're playing against somebody who's throwing a lot, you know, you, you want probably them on the edge want them on go, the yep. edge. Yep. All right, we're going to take a time out. When we come back, we will hear from our players of the game, A.J. Cola Giovanni on offense and Brandon Dossie on defense. We'll continue with more Hurricane Hotline. We are live from Buffalo Wild Wings, and we'll be back right after this. Are you looking to get a great price on a new Buick, GMC, or Subaru? Conley and Bradenton. Need a reliable used car you can afford? Conley and Bradenton. What about great financing, expert service, and a reputation that's second to none? Yep, you guessed it, Conley and Bradenton. Hi, I'm Alan Conley. And I'm Chris Conley. From the time our grandpa started our dealership over 50 years ago, we have been proud to be part of this community. So for your family's next vehicle, come see our family, Conley Buick GMC and Conley Subaru. 800 Cortez Road West in Bradenton. Conley Buick GMC, where we treat you like family. Go Canes! Brown and Sons Funeral Home and Crematory wishes you the best of luck this season. Your manatee neighbor for over 40 years, the caring experts at Brown and Sons know how to guide you and your family through the difficult times. Featuring Trust 100 pre-planning, they'll handle all your local and long-distance needs. Celebrate the game of football, but when the game of life must end. Depend on Brown and Sons with two locations to serve you. Online at brownandsonsfuneral.com. When it comes to excellence in football, nobody beats the Manatee Hurricanes. When it comes to excellence in body shops, nobody beats Costantino. Costantino Body Shop specializes in collision repair with cutting-edge equipment and technology. Costantino helps you with your insurance claims and gets you back on the road. Life moves fast, and Costantino keeps you moving. 9th Street West in Bradenton. Details online at ConstantinoBodyShop.com. Bradenton's oldest and most trusted paint and body shop, Costantino Body Shop. 
First Manatee Bank is now a proud sponsor of Manatee Hurricane Football. Isn't it time for a better banking system? First Manatee Bank is a true hometown community bank, and that's hard to find these days. First Manatee Bank has a staff with a long history of service in our community. Whether it's personal or business, First Manatee will take care of all your banking needs. With locations in West Bradenton, East Bradenton, and Parrish, there's a First Manatee branch close to you or bank online at firstmanatee.com. As a five-time pick by Super Lawyers Magazine, as a top Florida attorney, and as a longtime supporter of Hurricane football, Edwin Eddie Mulock brings more than 40 years' experience to the courtroom. Personal injury, wrongful death, medical malpractice, and criminal law, Eddie uses his innate passion for helping people and his extensive knowledge of the law to champion justice. Office is located in downtown Bradenton at 701 Manatee Avenue West. Call 748-2104. That's 748-2104. Or log on to MulockLaw.com. Mr. Sparky, we're on time, you'll see. Mr. Sparky, all your repair is free. You don't have to put up with any malarkey. Call 888-8-SPARKY. The Mattress Store. Great selection, quality brands, and chemical-free bedding. On the trail, south of Stickney Point. Or check us out at sarasotamattressstore.com, sarasotamattressstore.com. AM 930, Stress Saver, Traffic Report. Good evening, 75 northbound, still some delays around Fruitvale Road. This update brought to you by Britain's Carpet One, Floor and Home in Venice. No problems on the DeSoto Bridge, Business 41 or the Skyway. Tamiami Trail northbound, still a little slow, though, between 301 and 9th Avenue East. State Road 70 eastbound earlier crash before Lockwood Ridge at the Stellas traffic, a little slow there. University Parkway, Fruitvale, Bee Ridge, Clark Roads, all in good shape. Britain's Carpet One, Floor and Home in Venice, your locally owned Carpet One retailer. Everything for your home. One-on-one service backed by more than 50 years in the area. 1190 East Venice Avenue. Dave Kosh, AM 930, The Answer. Allen will take it and leads in for the touchdown. Welcome back to Hurricane Hotline, hosted by Dave Presto and Hurricanes head coach, John Booth. Talk to the coach now. 877-969-8600. Now, here's Dave Bristow and Coach John Booth. Thank you very much. Welcome back to Hurricane Hotline. We are live from Buffalo Wild Wings on the corner of Cortez and US 41. And if you're out there driving around, you need to get over here. We've got almost a full house in here tonight as people are enjoying half-price wings. I can't get over that. Tuesday night. Just for Hurricane Hotline, no, they do it every Tuesday night. Uh, they have half-price wings, and uh, you just can't get any better than that. And uh, I know Dossie and uh, AJ will probably have They'll about 50 of them. Dossie yeah. will tear it up. Yeah, yeah. He's, uh, he's, he's just happy to be here. And uh, he had a great game. Dossie did on defense. I've been waiting for him to hit somebody, and black gosh, he went out there and laid the tar on some people. And that's yeah, what you want to see from a middle linebacker. Um, we've got Danny Carter on the line now. Danny Carter is, uh, I don't know where he is. Where are you anyway, Danny Carter? Charlotte, North Carolina. You're up there with Paul Feinbaum in the SEC Network. You need to go over there and get on the show. I might have to tell him a few things, though. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Danny, uh, wanted to welcome you in because uh, you're our playoff expert. 
And uh, you had to be on the road tonight, a little work-related issue. But um, tell us about how everything shapes up because you keep a close eye on everything. And uh, I know it's pretty simple for us, winning we're in, right? It's pretty easy, really. I mean, you just win a ball game, you're in the playoff. But, uh, in our region alone, really, there's only two teams that have gotten themselves in so far, Kissimmee Osceola and 887. And Ridge Community, they're the runner-up. You look in our district, Manatee with a win, they're in. Riverview wins, they win the district. Uh, that's the most likely scenario based on the teams that we're playing. Uh, a possible scenario is a Riverview win. If Manatee lost, Newsom obviously wins. And Newsom then becomes a runner-up. Uh, the least likely of all of them is Riverview losing and Manatee winning to win the district. Manatee would get the win with a Riverview loss. And a Palm Harbor win would actually put Palm Harbor in as a runner-up over Riverview due to the head-to-head matchup. So, and one other possibility, a very, very long shot is Riverview losing, Manatee losing, and Palm Harbor winning, and you'd have four teams tied at that point. How you break wow. it from there, I don't know. It's very <laughs> confusing as to how you do it at that point. I think they go off the wins, but uh, to see the teams one through four and they place them into playing each other in a, in a one-quarter situation, two teams advance. So. Well, how so, about if, if we would get – upset and i know that's not going to happen but let's throw it out there and riverview wins isn't there isn't it a three-way tie is palm harbor still in it but did palm harbor beat newsom or did newsom beat palm harbor so that would eliminate palm harbor that would it eliminates palm harbor they're out all right so uh so it's winning winning you're in for vanity that's all we need to know right now talk about danny talk about the opposite uh district because uh you kept a pretty close eye on that phillips game and they had a very close game with olympia talk a little bit about that side and how phillips shapes up this year well dr phillips has got to win to get in they're playing cypress creek is three and four i really don't see there'll be much of a problem for them to do it uh if they'll win that ball game they advance on they've got two losses on the season however they're against two very quality teams they lost to a popka 15 to 14 after lead, leading 14 to nothing at the half and did nothing in the second half. And then you've got uh, Daytona Beach Mainland. They got crushed by them. So, I mean, they played, they played two very formidable opponents that they lost to. Olympia, on the other hand, they play Oak Ridge. The winner of that game is going to be the runner-up. Olympia's 4-2, and two, Oak Ridge is 4-5. and five. But there is a, a slight possibility if, for some reason, Dr. Phillips doesn't show up to the game and Cypress Creek can win, and then you'd end up with Dr. Phillips and Cypress Creek and the winner of the Olympia-Oak Ridge game in a three-way tie. You've seen Phillips. I think you watched that earlier game with Apopka on Bright House. Is it basically the same Phillips team that we've seen the last couple of years? Pretty much. I think it's mainly Amari Hogan. I mean, he's the guy. Washington's still their quarterback. He's going to throw the ball a little bit, but you know, he's not the most accurate of passers. They're going to try and run the ball and jam it down your throat and do the things that they did. Honestly, what I think they kind of found against us, go back two years ago in the second half of the game, in, in which uh, we ended up winning the game and then losing to a popular the following week. But I think they found a running game, and, and that's what they're going to try and do. They're going to get it out to their best athletes and, and let them do what they got to do. All right. Danny, stay safe up there. We'll see you Friday night. 
Uh, well, hey, one other question with Coach Booth while we got mm-hmm. him, and, and we talked about it quite a bit during the game and, and a lot on special teams with Scott Voltaire. Any thoughts about ever putting him on defense? Uh, we've talked about that. In fact, we actually did that in the spring, and um, it was uh, something that wasn't totally comfortable with, didn't look like he was necessarily going to help us a whole lot uh, at that time. Um, and uh, and really at the time we didn't know what we had uh, at the running back position either. But certainly Scott ha- has done a nice job for us on the special teams. And, um, you know, and, and I mean, even last week, shoot, I, I don't think really any of us was were, were thinking that Scott was going to start for us um, at, at any point this season too. So we're, we're fortunate to have him back there. At least he knows what, what's going on and, and has done a nice job filling in. Uh, actually graded out the highest this week. Um, out of all the running backs with his performance, what he did. But uh, no doubt, Danny, he's a, 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 a good player for us and, and one that, that's helping us out a, a lot on special teams. And one other question for you, Keon Fordham, status of him, how's he progressing? Uh, he looks uh, he looks good. He practiced today and he practiced yesterday as well. Monday uh, was still pretty sore. Um, he, he's no contact right now, but uh, moved a lot better today than he did on, on Monday. So we're hoping he, he got some treatment again after practice um, and working on it again. But uh, we're hoping if he if he makes the same improvement as he did Monday to today um, for the rest of the week, it looks like he'll be pretty good to go on Friday. All right. Well, look forward to seeing you guys Friday and getting a win and getting to the playoffs. That's it. Thanks, Danny. All right, Danny, we'll see you Friday. Thanks, man. Okay. All right, we'll yes, that, um, that is something we talked about, uh, Scott Voltaire, because just the hits we saw him make on special teams, but I've not seen him run the ball. Last year he ran the ball like that. Then earlier this year when he got in there, he was a little tentative it looked like. Right. And then all of a sudden, boy, it came out of nowhere. He, he ran the ball extremely well. Ran the ball well. Uh, he, he's an effort guy. Uh, he gives it every day in practice. Uh, which is which is what you want on your special teams as well, and that's why he contributes so well on the special teams. He's, he's just doing a really nice job for us. All right, A.J. Cole Giovanni threw five touchdowns. We've got one of those touchdowns, uh, the replay of that touchdown, to Tariq Milton. Go ahead, Ace. A.J. takes the snap, wants to throw a slant over the middle. It's caught for a touchdown. Tariq Milton from nine yards. That was the... One of five touchdowns, and A.J. is still livid, I guess, that he didn't get number six on the lateral. Go ahead, Gene. Yeah, he's out here definitely wanting that sixth one to kind of go along with it, but but we'll take the touchdown and the victory over that. So congratulations, A.J., on a great game and coming out there. And I, one of the things I was impressed with is, well, two things. One of them will be a little bit of a, a good thing. You seem to run the ball a little bit better at times. And the other was we went under center once. So that's for yeah, Coach I was going to bring that up. Uh, oh, thanks for reminding the, the me. Really too, but, uh, <laughs> tell us how that felt going in there and, and coming out right away and coming out hot the way that we did in the game and get things going our way. Yeah, I mean, we expect to go out and uh, play perfect. That's our goal every week is to play perfect on the offensive side, and I know it's the same on the defensive side. And we just go out and work every day to be perfect on all of our routes, all of our runs, all of our blocks. And uh, we started hot, and we just kept rolling. Yeah, and we had, obviously, a new center in there with a little injury on the previous center or starting center. And um, the young man did a great job and then also got the first first down under center this year. Yeah, he did a great job coming in under a big adverse situation, just being stuck in in a week notice. And uh, he went out and worked hard all week, and uh, it showed on Friday. 
Yeah, I know uh, we said we don't have that, and then all of a sudden Coach Booth proved us wrong. So thank you, Coach Booth, for <laughs> hey, that <welcome>. one. So <laughs> Great job, A.J. Thank you. I got a question for A.J. A.J., um, are you 100% now with your foot? Because it just seems like every game you're running better, and you picked up that one, oh, gosh, it was an explosive run about 26 yards or so. Yes, sir. It's just been getting my legs underneath me, just the strength back in my legs and my calf. And uh, that was one of the problems is my calf was a lot like weaker than my right one. And just getting that back to strength and just moving on it more, it's helped week by week. And I think I'm at 100% for sure. Well, congratulations. Great game. Now let's right. move over to defense with Brandon Dossie. All right. Um, coming in there with a total of 16 tackles and two fumble recoveries. Congratulations. Thank you, sir. Yeah, coming in with that type of offense, you know, you're kind of going to be a smash mouth going back 50, 60 years ago, not worried about the past. Does that kind of excite you when something like that happens? Oh, yes, sir, a lot. It's the type of team uh, that we met probably going to face a lot this week. So, uh, you know, physically, you feeling okay after a, a game like that? Yes, sir. So, Anything uh, different you're going to do this week to try to continue that 16 tackles? That's unbelievable. Try to get more and more fumble recoveries. Better stats. <laughs> a good thing. So, it's all about the stats. All about the stats. <laughs> Congratulations to Brandon Dossi and AJ Cole Giovanni. Great games, gentlemen. And uh, tell you what, this uh, team—they just need to put it together on both sides of the football. I mean, we've been saying that, and we got one game where we've done it now. Uh, recently, we we had some earlier in the year, but to do it consecutively—that's what we need, and uh, that's why Friday night. Obviously, there's no question in my mind, if we go out there, play the way we're capable of on both sides of the ball, that we're going to be in the playoffs. That's right, and that's what we've been saying all week is is, is the slogan, win and we're in. And uh, there's no ifs, ands, or buts. We've got to go out and, and execute at a high level. Um, we've got to play discipline, um, and we got to come out with some fire. Now, Gene brought up uh, Dylan Spagnola. I want to mention that young man because – He's a junior. Usually you don't have juniors playing junior varsity unless you see potential the following year that they may contribute and you want to get them playing time. That's what happened with that young man. He went down. He played JV. He got called on to start at center because of some injuries. I thought the young man played very well, John. Yeah, he did, and, and that was a decision that um, you know we talked about you know, at the beginning of the season where obviously as a junior you know we can have him on the varsity who um, wasn't going to start for us, um, and so what's going to be the best-case scenario for him? One, we didn't have really a center, a true center on the JV, so that was going to help that need, but also, probably more importantly, was going to be uh, to get him game reps, which is something that he needs. And so uh, he did a nice job for us on the JV um, and, uh, and has been consistent uh, with snapping the ball, which in the gun formation, that that's going to be – that our offense isn't going to run if we can't snap shotgun. And so he does a nice job with that. Uh, but he's moved into that that role. He got a full week of practice in. Um, but he's a smart player. He knows our offense very well, knows all of our calls, how to make front reads and, and, uh, and, and to see who's Mike and who's blitzing and things like that. And he can make all of those. So he slid in, and, um, and really we didn't skip a beat. Now, my question is this. You got Lardis coming back. He's healthy right now. George? No, George is not. And He's that not was, And that was the, one of the reasons why we moved Dylan up was George was out last week. Right, but I mean, be, is he back now? No, he'll oh, be okay. out again. And so, okay. um, you know, it, we're, hoping, be, we're hoping that he'll be back, ready to go, um, 
either next week or postseason. Okay. But we've got he's got to get an MRI, and we've got to wait to see the results uh, with, with, with okay. With so once he does come back, you if he slides back to uh, say if you want to if you wanted to run a power formation, you could uh, slide him to guard and have Seth as your extra lineman, right? If he right. if you wanted, to or do we that. could move George to that extra lineman as uh, sure. you know, as well as that tight end, which is what he did for us uh, last year. George was that that number six out of five, and he played that extra tight end. Uh, was a rotational guy due to injuries and things like that last year. So he could really any one of those. Seth could play that. Uh, Zach Reeves has played that extra tight end for us. So uh, it gives you flexibility. Yeah, exactly. And unfortunately, I didn't know this, that, that it would be great to be able to have to slide Seth out to the tight end and be able to throw him the ball, but you're saying he would have to change numbers. Right, in high school rules, yeah, yeah. he would have to change the number. Well, we could do that. Yeah. That's no big deal. Um, now, my question is this. Uh, we, we've talked about uh, the quarterback sneak, and now uh, yeah, you like it? You, it worked? Right? Uh, well, <laughs> the funny thing with that is everybody was kind of on pins and needles with that because uh, we didn't really take we, – we'll, we'll, we'll do under center snaps in our pre-practice and, and pre-game deal, uh, but we didn't do any live reps of under center. And so I yeah, know AJ was a little nervous, and you could probably tell by the way he got the snap and, and, and almost didn't get the first down. Comfortably uh, got it by yeah. a half yard. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, but needless to say, we got the snap and got the first down, and uh, then we moved back to our comfort zone and, and shotgun. Well, I think it, if nothing else, it shows teams that, okay, right. yeah. We could do it. You know, you right. could do it. And uh, for those very, very short yards, it's, Right. Again, a, a pretty nice play yep. to have in there. Um, now, let's go back to defense. Uh, and then we're going to take a break and start transitioning and really talk a lot about Newsom. Chad, um, you have had so many different players play for you this year. It, it's unbelievable. I counted six starters that uh, have been displaced for one reason or another. Yep. Um how are you right now with this group of kids that you got? Because uh, they, they gave you a great effort, and I think, hey, that's uh, probably 60, 70, maybe 80% of its effort, right? Absolutely. Yeah, we'll we'll probably get uh, maybe another secondary guy back in Jake Maine this week, most likely. Which would be huge. Which is huge. There's no question. He's been out since Palm Harbor. Betts, uh, J- uh, who was another starter in the secondary, I don't think we'll have back. Cedric uh, Waters will probably, you know, have back or at least be able to play a little bit uh, this week as well. But, you know, yeah, it's kind of been a little carousel, you know, kind of everywhere. And uh, between injuries and just different things like that, we've kind of played a lot of a lot of people and, and a lot of young guys. And um, But I think that with the group we have right now, and, and I think that, that we're going into this week's game plan and doing some things, you know, I, we were talking about it earlier, Josh, Booker is going to be over on you know the defensive yes. side of the ball, and uh, he's going to be a guy that's going to be at the point of attack. And, and Newsom likes to run to their strength and run the jet option or jet sweep kind of stuff. And uh, so I think he's going to be pretty good at the point of attack. Uh, so I'm, I, I mean I like where we're at right now, especially with the play of of Quay and Carter up front. Tyler uh, Choate, my cousin, actually he's kind of come back from a shoulder deal, and he's helped us out quite a bit. Last couple of weeks, and uh, although he jumped off sides quite, you know. But he made times, up for it the next play. He did, yeah. he did. <laughs> um, and uh, and so, yeah, I, I think that we're, the group is kind of, we can get some of these guys who are injured back in the fold and kind of get the starters back going uh, like we had there in the middle of the season and, and make a, 
and, and kind of get back to where we were. It's been a challenge. I know it's been a very challenging year. It's been for you. Yeah, absolutely. No question. I think that there was, you know, we only had three guys coming back who were true starters and, uh, and Sir Jake and, and Garrett. And so we're playing eight guys who are non, you know, weren't starters the year before. And the other thing is not only were they not starters, but they're all sophomores and juniors. Not a lot of seniors who, who got in that role. And so, uh, there's a learning curve, and there's some growing pains. And, you know, a guy like Brandon Dossie, who has 11, ta- you know, 16 total tackles and two fumble recoveries, and he's a sophomore. Yes, he's six- that's he- promising. I don't, I don't even know if he's – I don't even know if he can drive yet. I don't know if he's 16. So that's uh, that's that's who we're playing. And so there's going to be – you know, there it has been some struggles of, of just responsibilities and things like that, and that's why we've kind of scaled back a little bit. Uh, on defense but i like i like the group we've got and again i agree with you starts with effort starts with with the the effort of not only play but the focus and and being focused especially all right we're going to take our final time out of the night when we come back we will talk about friday night's opponent newsom a game manatee has to win to get into the playoffs we'll return with more hurricane hotline live from buffalo wild wings right after this Former Hurricane Chuck Howard knows what it takes to be on a championship team. Howard Leasing is proud to sponsor the Hurricanes and ready to champion solutions for your employee leasing needs. Big business, small business. Howard Leasing covers it all from payroll processing and workers' comp to human resources and employee benefits. Get on the winning team with Chuck Howard and all the pros at Howard Leasing. Details available online at howardleasing.com. Again, that's howardleasing.com. Coastal Orthopedics and Sports Medicine proudly supports Manatee High School and Hurricanes football. Dr. Dan Lamar, a former Hurricane, is the team's medical director. Dr. Lamar and the staff of experts at Coastal Orthopedics are recognized leaders in sports medicine and wellness technology. And with offices in West Bradenton, East Bradenton, and Lakewood Ranch, they're always close by. Details online at CoastalOrthopedics.com. CoastalOrthopedics.com. Coastal Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, keeping you in the game. Hurricane fans, if you're in the market for a newer pre-owned vehicle, Perkins Automotive Group is your low-priced leader. Perkins has a great selection of new cars featuring Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Mitsubishi, and Nissan. And don't forget, Perkins has the very best deals on pre-owned vehicles. Family-owned and operated for over 60 years. Visit Perkins on 1st Street and on Cortez Road in Bradenton. Or go online at Perkins.com. When you take time out to dine out, Canes fans know to head for the island and huddle up at three of the best waterfront restaurants around. The Sandbar Restaurant, Anna Maria. The Beach House in Bradenton Beach. And the Mar Vista Dockside Restaurant on North Longbow Key. Great views, the freshest seafood, and real toes in the sand waterfront dining. The Sandbar, Beach House, and Mar Vista. A touchdown the whole team will cheer for. M&L Cabinets is a proud supporter of the Manatee Hurricanes. Bring your home to life with cabinetry solutions for any room. M&L features top quality products, including medallion cabinetry. M&L understands your desire to create a room that is both functional and stylish while maintaining a budget. M&L Cabinets is family owned and operated in Manatee County since 1995. Visit our showroom at 7459 Manatee Avenue West and online at mlcabinets.com. Well, as any business knows, you don't want to be a little fish. It's, it's dangerous. You can't do it all. 
I was a little fish. And then Tryon Solutions in Troy solved my HR, payroll, taxes, workers' compensation, employee benefits, and kept me government compliant. All the things that were taking my time and holding me back from being a big fish. Tryon didn't sell me a package. They partnered with my business so I could focus on what I do best. Don't be a little fish. Tryon works for me. Tryonworks.com. When it comes to betting in Sarasota, even the competition can't stop talking about the mattress store. Well, our mattress selection is just as good as the mattress store. Uh, sort of. Our prices are as low as the mattress store prices. Almost. Our customer service is every bit as good as the mattress store. Once in a while. The mattress store. For pricing, selection, and service, there is no substitute. For a limited time, the mattress store pays your sales tax. SarasotaMattressStore.com. In my line of work, I'm trying to make a difference. Not a billion dollars, but I want to save for the future, too. So this year, I partnered with TIAA to help me map out a plan. If I stick to it, I could have an income stream for life and maintain my lifestyle in retirement. Looks like a life of rewarding work could pay off for a lifetime. Your personal success takes a financial partner who values it as much as you do. Learn more at TIAA.org. AM 930, Stress Saver, Traffic Report. Then 75's problem-free through Sarasota and Manatee Counties. This update brought to you by Autoglass America. No problems on the DeSoto Bridge, Business 41 Bridge, or the Skyway. 301 and 41 moving well between Bradenton and Sarasota. State Road 64, 70, University Parkway all looking pretty good. Fruitville, Bee Ridge, Clark Road's in good shape. Taking a look in the Venice area. Tamiami Trail, Venice Avenue, Center Road, Jack Randall Boulevard, all moving well. If you have a damaged windshield and full insurance coverage, Auto Glass America installs a new one for free and buys back the old one for up to $100 on the spot. 81396Glass. Dave Kosh, AM 930, The Answer. Welcome back to Hurricane Hotline, hosted by Dave Presto and Hurricanes head coach, John Booth. Talk to the coach now. 877-969-8600. Now, here's Dave Bristow and Coach John Booth. All right, welcome back, everyone, to Buffalo Wild Wings. This great Tuesday evening, we're talking Manatee Hurricane football, and we are getting into playoff mode as the Hurricanes need a win against Newsom Friday night to wrap it up. John Booth, Chad Choate, now... Watched a little bit of Newsom, and uh, they like to run the football. Not quite as much as the team we just played, Riverview, but uh, they keep it on the ground. Yep. Kind of a kind of a wing tee, I guess. I mean, lack of a better term. Yeah, and they you know they started experimenting back a few years ago um, when they had a guy named Will Worth, who now is the starting quarterback at Navy. Um, <laughs> they put him in the gun and and started running this this wing tee offense with him out of the gun. Uh, and it was it was pretty tough, and he was he was a tough player. But uh, since then, they've been predominantly you know they'll get under center, but then they do a lot of their things out of gun as well, and so um, it's kind of evolved. But yeah, no doubt they they're going to run the ball, uh, and they try to lull you to sleep with it, and then try to get a cheap one on you. So Chad, a lot like last week in preparation, I would think. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they uh, they don't they they could run the option out of it. They don't really run the option out of it. But again, it is about discipline. Uh, not having, you know, if you're if you're the inside guys, especially not being um, 
persuaded by the jet and they like to like to run the guy across you know one of the wings double wing look and like to run the guy across and at the snap they may fake it right to him and then they go underneath with it on a dive or on an iso or on a easy you know type type play but so it's just not it's just being disciplined and, and not being uh you know seeing that jet go across and wanting to go with it and just staying at home being disciplined 25 looks pretty good he does yeah. i actually saw him uh my son plays with wildcats and we were over at newsome uh and and just played their little league team and i saw him and i went up to him i said Are you number 25 and he said yes sir and <laughs> uh just because i saw his long his legs his strides right. are uh uh, you know, you can see a kid. I mean, he, he glides, and and so if he gets an open field. Uh, he's pretty good. I guess he runs track for him as well. So Coach Dunbar seen him, um, but uh, they do like to give him the ball, and uh, you know, hopefully the point of attack, especially on the Jets, where they like to get out on the edge and perimeter, we can we can hold them in. Offensively, John, um, just keep doing what we're doing. Yeah, attack, that's, that, that's yeah, that's the goal. And and uh, you know, again, I kind of sound like a broken record, but but executing it. And uh, we've got to go out and they do some they do some different line games um, up front that uh, make it tricky uh, to run. And so it, it kind of limits what we can do within our run game. Um, but uh, uh, we we saw that last year as well. But um, certainly, um, you know, we, we, we like what we're able to do through the air that'll be uh that'll be in of course and and uh you know the biggest thing is taking care of the football in a big game like this one we've got to have we can't give them opportunities um you know and then in addition to that we've got to use the up tempo to to our favor um you know we spoke about 25 he's also their free safety as well their yeah. quarterback also plays safety for them um, they've got guys that play both ways and special teams and so we've got to we've got to use that tempo uh, to, you know to our advantage, and, and um, hopefully we can wear those guys out. We were talking uh, during the break a little bit about A.J. and what he's done at Manatee. Fill us in on, uh, statistically speaking, because it's quite remarkable, really, what he's accomplished. Yeah, it, uh, you know, A.J.'s about uh, under 500 yards. He's got about 490 uh, to eclipse 5,000 yards passing for his career, uh, which kind of dating back, we have to maybe look at maybe some, you know, pre 90s 80s uh but from current history uh there's really been only two other guys that have thrown for over 5,000 yards one being court sandberg and one breon carnes uh both of which were three and four year starters respectively um and aj has a chance to, to go over 5,000 yards in, in really two years he, he threw i think 40 passes as a sophomore um and, uh, and and it's got a, a legitimate shot to, to throw 50 plus touchdowns and, and and rush for 20 touchdowns, giving him 70 total uh, touchdowns, which uh, is just a remarkable career. And when you kind of look at it, and put it in perspective, really, it's only been two years. Um, it, it's pretty impressive what he's been able to do for us. Now, how many yards does he need? Because I'm going to uh, keep track of this. One. Four, four ninety four. Four ninety four. Um, okay. I, I think it was to get five thousand. To get to get five thousand. Um, he's he's uh, a handful of touchdown passes away to, to break 50 uh, which he's right now sitting just underneath Breon. Breon I think is at 48 passing where he ended his career. Um, so just uh, just a, a remarkable career and, and has done a great job for us and you know I, was, I, I mentioned that to AJ and I said I know you're not into stats and you know but this is kind of what's on the horizon so keep doing what we're doing but uh, you know to his credit he, he continues to work and put himself into to right situations, to make right decisions, and understands what we w want to do. 
Well, certainly he has some great receivers to throw to, and Javarius Pollock has really, really picked it up. And yep. I just feel he's ready to step into that star yep. role next season. And, and, and Javarius is, is probably, I'd say, our best route runner. Um, Tariq is a, a phenomenal receiver um, and a good route runner, uh, but Pollock is, is just so much more disciplined on his routes. Um you know, and, and it's something that we're seeing each and every day. And you look at what we – when he came in as a ninth grader, he, he was on our JV, and you saw the potential there, but it was very, very raw. You could tell it never really worked at at the position. And uh, uh, Coach Rogier has just done a great job with developing him, and, and, uh, and, and he is so quick in and out of his turns, and he's so coachable, um, and he's really, really emerging. You're starting to see that, some of his production. He started for us as a sophomore primarily because of his ability to block, and that's still true to this day. He's our best blocking receiver. But the development of his route running and now his ability to, to make those big plays, he's caught a couple catches in traffic where he's turned and made some big plays off of that, and you're starting to see his touchdown production really step up too. And the freshman, Jaden Robinson, continues to impress. Uh, I just keep thinking – Feed him the ball, feed him the ball, yep. but you've got so many playmakers. That well, we, <laughs> we ran the uh, we ran the jet reverse to them late in the game, and they they had a, a great defensive call to stop that, where they blitzed off the off the weak side, and uh, I mean there's two guys sitting there off the edge, and Jade made both of them miss, and ended up turning what should have been probably a, a five to six yard loss into a 12 yard gain and then two plays later we hit him on a middle screen that he makes a few guys miss and walks into the end zone so just a tremendous player and, and uh, we talk about some of the youth that we have on the defensive side um, that we're excited about we're, we're just as excited about the the youth that we have on the offensive side yeah it's uh defensively and offensively we we got a lot of a lot of youngsters and yep. that's uh, bodes well for the future but we need to win Friday night. Let's uh, stay in the present because a win Friday will put us into the playoffs, and then uh, we'll see what happens. Um, you know, I think we've responded fairly well on the road this year. And, uh, you know, Alabama, uh, you know, we, we took it on the chin a little bit. But, uh, you know, when we've traveled locally, we've played well. Uh, we, we traveled to Palm Harbor, and pretty good team. We whipped them. We traveled last week. So I don't know that the the – it really matters a whole lot, especially, and we were talking about you got Dr. Phillips the first round if it all works out. If you're going to play him the second round, what's the difference, right? You play him the right. first round, you play him the second round. You got to beat him. Got to right. beat him. And that's and that's it. And, we, and that's what we told our guys. I mean, there's no there's no excuses right now. I mean, no, no ifs, ands, or buts. Win and we're in. And that's our focus. We've got to do everything we can to prepare ourselves to play well, execute, and, and, and get this win. And hopefully play with a little bit of chip on your shoulder. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, because uh, we weren't expected to be in a runner-up, but now we yep. are, so let's make the best of it. Right. Yep. Now, we uh, we just got a couple minutes left. Um, Chad, you're great at following our players. Uh, you got any updates on kids around the country uh, in the collegiate level? We've had, we have so many of them now. But yeah, uh, any any updates you got this week on anybody or anything you no, can share know, with us? I know Keller played a pretty good jo- uh, game last week. Uh, Blake up that. at Marshall. Yeah, Blake up at Marshall. I know that we were talking earlier about uh, Roger Kianzi up at uh, Temple. Had a really good game last week. Yeah, and, unfortunately. And the week before. Yeah. Because they upset USF. Right. Yep, yep. And um, I think he had maybe a couple catches this past weekend when they upset USF. But the weekend before, I think he played pretty well and had a block, I think, that sprung the one of the, the touchdowns. And 
Um, I know that uh, talked to Josh Meyer. He got up in, in up in a place up in New York, which is great. That's great um, news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're glad that he got up there and he, he's playing there. So um, all in all, not bad. All right, we just got uh, about a minute left. John Booth, uh, another trip basically to the same area Friday night. That's right. right. Yep. <laughs> Yep, same area, uh, a little bit further got, uh, north. Yeah, hopefully got the same uh, same results. Are you going to go through the same, uh, you know, far as uh, what you're going to do itinerary? Yeah, it'll it'll be roughly the same. It'll be uh, they're they're probably 15 minutes down the road or so. So we'll leave a little bit earlier, but uh, all in all, it'll be it'll be about the same. All right, Chad, good luck. Thank you. Bring home a win Friday night, John. Uh, we'll talk again uh, next Tuesday night about right. uh, hopefully the playoffs. That's right. All right, want to thank. Manatee head football coach John Booth, defensive coordinator Chad Choate. Our players of the game this week, Brandon Dossie on defense, had a great game, 16 tackles. A.J. Cola Giovanni on offense with five touchdown passes. I want to thank everyone involved in tonight's broadcast right here, Gene Brown, Danny Carter, for calling in on the road. And, of course, Ace Andrews doing a great job pushing the buttons. We will be on the air at 7 o'clock live from Lithia, Florida. Wow, that's uh, just the other side of Riverview, if you're wondering, as the Hurricanes take on Newsom. Until then, this is Dave Bristow. So long, everyone. Mike Rowe here for Mr. Sparky. You know, the first time I heard this jingle, I thought to myself, well, isn't that a catchy little tune? Then, after three or four hundred times, I began to wonder if I'd ever get it out of my head. I don't mind. The message is kind of important. If you need an electrician you can trust, there's only one place to call. But don't take my word for it. You don't have to put up with any malarkey. Call 888-8-SPARKY. You were singing along, I know it. Each independent franchise is licensed in its respective state or county. Mike Rowe here with Dave, an electrician with Mr. Sparky. Today, Dave is conducting an electrical safety inspection. Dave, how many of these have you done? Thousands. And have you ever found a home without any electrical problems? Not yet. Let me translate. If you live in a home and rely on electricity, call Mr. Sparky before something goes... That's not what electricity sounds like, Mike. No, but this is what a jingle sounds like. You don't have to put up with any malarkey. Call 888-8-SPARKY. Dave, is that you singing? Each independent franchise is licensed in its respective state or county. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.